Thank you for joining us at I Am The Manager podcast. All names of companies, people, and locations have been altered or changed to protect the privacy of everyone. All stories are based on true events. This podcast may contain explicit language and stories sensitive to some listeners. We hope that you enjoy the podcast and just remember, I am the manager. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us on our third episode of I Am The Manager. I really appreciate you tuning in today. For today's guest, we have my friend Paul. Hi Paul, how are you today? I'm great, how are you? I'm great, thanks for asking. So Paul, he does have his own podcast. Do you want to tell us about your podcast a little bit before we get into things? Sure, it's called Mixtape Tales. Um, You were good enough to be a guest the other day. Um, so thank you for that. Um, basically, we just talk about life and passion and, and all that stuff. It's pretty exciting. Um, we like to talk about like the worst music we've ever heard and the best. So it's it's all good. Awesome. And where can we find your podcast? Oh, it is available on Spotify. I think it's on um, Apple Podcasts. I know it is. Um, just Mixtape Tales. Um, you can find it there or on Twitter at Mixtape Tales. And we'll post a little thing for you on Instagram and Twitter so people can link it from our socials as well. Cool. So let's all get into it. So we used to work at a company together. Um, It was a call center. Now, we did not work in the same department at this call center. So our jobs were not the same. I mean, they were similar, but definitely not the same. Um, So how long did you work at this call center? So at that call center I probably worked I was around seven years um in call centers in general I've been there been in call centers for about 15 or so years um but at that place um about seven seven and a half years gotcha and what were your like roles and responsibilities when you left the company right so sorry when I left I was um one of two they called them lead agents um, which was like one step below with the supervisor. Um, so I basically got to do all of like the reports, take angry customers and still get to take calls and have my own goals. So, um, it was kind of like a lose, lose situation <laughs> most of the time. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, so you were a part of management when you left, but how, how would you describe upper management for this company that we worked for? Yeah, see, upper management, that's a tough one to talk about Mm -hmm. um, because the immediate upper management over, like, the call centers um, a couple of months after we left there was killed in an accident. Mm -hmm. So it really changes my perspective on him. Yes. Um, When when he was there, when we were there together, um, he was very deliberate. I often thought that he took way too long to make decisions. Um, he was very by the book. Um, at the same time, he was also an introvert like I was. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if we ever passed each other, like in the bathroom or in the break room, we'd be like, Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Good. And that was the end of the conversation. Right. Yeah. Um, now my like immediate supervisor, um, well, I guess the department manager, um, (laughs) he's a great guy. Um, you know, I really, really like this guy a lot. We still are friends. Um, he's just a really just good guy. I mean, and he's, I don't know, he always had the team's best interest at heart. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also knew, I think he knew too, that I was really good at my job. So 
um, because of that, he wanted to keep me in my position. Mm -hmm. So that wasn't um, the best. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. I can honestly say that, you know, working because our our manager was the same person. So like he did your department and my department. And I would say that he was he was being stretched pretty far having to do both of those departments. It definitely was a two person job that he was doing. Um, and I am also still, you know, I, I wouldn't say we're like friends like we talk all the time, but we're still like, you know, Facebook friends. And yeah. I have nothing bad to say about him. There was times where we were both just crying in his office, like talking about, you know, our infertility struggle that we have. And, you know, he just really brought himself down to us and yeah. like had really good conversation. And we had meetings with him every single month. And it was like one of the most exciting parts of that job was getting to go in there and speak to him and, you know, just kind of hash it all out. And he took it all in and did what he could. And he was, a, he was a really good boss. I will give him that for sure. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, he and I at first, I mean, we had our moments where, you know, cause I was a little bit more management. So we had our moments where we butted heads and we, you know, I you know, tended to give him a little more attitude than I probably should have sometimes. <laughs> um, but he took it all, like you said, in stride. And he was just a really funny guy. And he, I can, I could go in there and just, you know, tell him about the last call that I had, and kind of hash it out. And I would leave the office, and I'd feel, I'd feel instantly better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that we didn't have moments too, because we definitely did. And I feel like um, if I'm not giving you attitude, then what's wrong with me that day so yeah no I totally get it too we definitely put him through some stuff he oh, might yeah. he might have lost a little bit of a hair over us which is which is a pun because he's bald okay of course. <laughs> I'm <with> you. <laughs> so will you let's kind of like explain a little bit of your job sure. into detail a little bit more so what did you specifically do for this company okay so Essentially, in the call center, there were two different departments. There was um, accounts receivable, and then there was bad debt. You were in accounts receivable, mm -hmm. you know, and I was over there working way too hard in bad debt. Um, <laughs> basically, um, so a lot of our calls, they were, they were collections calls. Yeah. And a lot of it was medical collections. Yes. Um, so, and a lot of that, you know, obviously is unexpected expenses for folks. Yeah. Um, so they're, you know, they don't want to, they don't want to pay the bill first of all, because they don't want to have the reminder of what happened, put them in the hospital to get the bill. Um, so what we had to do is we had to call them and there were, we were sometimes on a dialing system where it would just blind dial. But a lot of the time we were actually physically, you know, going through and having the computer dial for us, try to reach them. And if, you know, and if we reached them, our goal was to try to collect money or at least get them on a payment plan. And, uh, yeah, and a lot of that was, a lot of it was escalated. There was a lot of angry people. Right. Yeah, people don't um, like being in collections, that's for sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. And like I said before, especially, you know, for something like this, it's not like they went out and racked up a bunch of credit card debt. This was, you know, necessity. Right. Yeah, and it's like messing with people's credit and they sometimes like can't buy houses over, you know, stuff like this. So yeah, people get a little grumpy sometimes about it. Oh uh, yes, I would say so. So essentially what was fun about our jobs is that I had to pretend that I was the hospital and 
you were collection. So we had to pretend that we were like different companies, even though we were like yep. five feet away from each other. So they would call yep. and chit chat with me. And then I'd be like, okay, I'm going to transfer you to collections. And they'd be like, yo, I'm transferring you this person. <laughs> right. Like two people over would answer. Yeah, exactly. somebody else. <laughs> yeah, I love that part. Okay. Right. So obviously you, you dealt with some angry people. Do you have any angry people stories? Do you have any funny stories? What you got for us today? Okay, so, I don't know. I mean, I guess, you know, the biggest thing as I was thinking kind of about this, um, the ones that kind of stick out to me, I was rebuked in the name of Jesus several times. <laughs> um, you know, there were people who, you know, told me I was going to hell for sure for doing this job. There are people who, you know, told me I was, they were like, you need to go get a real job and stop bothering me. Um, I, you know, I couldn't really think of a whole lot of like funny or um, kind of like, you know, WTF moments. But um, one thing I kind of want to talk about, um, I took a call from a patient um, who was diagnosed with Huntington's disease. Um, a lot of you maybe know if you've listened to all 25 episodes of my podcast um, <laughs> that the um, Huntington's Disease Foundation, uh, Huntington's is a very important thing to me. Uh, to my family, it's genetic. So when I had this call, and you don't take Huntington's calls very often at all. In fact, this was the one that I took in seven years. Um, it just gutted me um, just because of the disease and I was like, okay, I understood it. You know, I tried to help this guy as much as I possibly could. Um, the entire time I'm on the call, people are like, okay, you need to wrap this call up, wrap it up, wrap it up. Um, I'm basically ignoring it. I set him up on a payment plan that probably was way outside of what we should have done. Um, and of course he didn't follow through. So we had to call him back. Um, and his mom, um, I talked to his mom because at that point, I guess he had been institutionalized um, due to the disease. Um, and his mother was the most awful person I've ever talked to in that position. <laughs> um, you know, she was like just a complete nut job. And she was like, you know, he's in the nut house now, so you're never going to get that money. And she hung up on me. I'm like, well, that's cool. Thanks. You know, <laughs> I was yeah. like, I go out of my way to help people, yeah. um, especially with the HD. But yeah, when... When I got hired, you know, it was a whole situation where you're going to go and you're going to help people. You're going to help them solve their, you know, uh, debt problems and all of this. Um, and it ended up being like, okay, you have this quota that you have to hit every month. You have to collect this amount of money. Um, and the rest of that kind of fell by the wayside, I guess, to an extent. But, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. I feel like there was like a point where, you know, you're dealing, you're, you've got your hand in people's lives in this job. And it's like, it's not just like a call center to, you know, IT support, like you're calling in about a broken phone. Like, no, these are people's lives. These are, you know, this is HIPAA. This is, you know, their finances and it could literally make or break their well-being. So you, sometimes you sit there and listen to these people and it's hard not to get invested and it's hard not to feel for them, especially if you are just an empathetic person literally at all. And so I, I remember quite a few times where I'm on calls like that and they're like, wrap it up, hurry up. You know, you gotta, you gotta do so many calls a minute. And it's like, how are you supposed to just separate yourselves from those emotions? Because this is somebody's life. It's not just something you can keep brushing off. 
Right, and it varied so much in um, on the BDR on the bad dad side because you know you would have um, just a little old lady you would break down in tears and you would try to do the best you can to help her, and then your next call is the most arrogant, rude person you've ever talked to, like screaming and yelling and cussing at you. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it really was. It was like whiplash sometimes. Oh yeah, because you never knew what was going to be on the other side of that phone. Yeah. Exactly. I would get like panic attacks sometimes, like, because I know that we did very different things, but I would still get calls very similar to that. Like, or they would be calling me to ask why we sent them to collections. So it was the same. Like I would get like literal panic attacks when I'm about to like hit the button to answer a phone call because I was like, I literally don't know what it's going to be like. I don't know if I'm going to get cussed out right now. I don't know if I'm going to have a good call. I don't know. You know what I mean? So it was like anxiety bad (laughs) for sure yeah i mean hats off to anybody who could do that for as long as you did or even longer because it takes a lot it takes a lot yeah i mean and i mean i joke about it with former employees but there really is kind of an element of ptsd after you leave there yes um you know it was funny because i went to work for another company before the company i work at now um and there were some there were several former employees there um, that worked at this other place and we just sat around and we just talked about like the mental and emotional toll it all took on you. Um, so, you know, you're getting cussed out, um, yelled at, screamed at, whatever, and then hung up on, but then you have a meeting once a month and you, they'd say you didn't meet your goal. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, why am I, what am I doing this for? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it was, there's a lot of that. I have good experiences. I'm not trying to just, you know, be completely negative. But, um, yeah, there was a lot of PTSD. Yeah. Um, speaking of good experiences, do you want to talk about anything necessarily good? Like, do you anything that you miss about the job? Anything that you just, like, look back and you're like, wow, I could really, I could just do that again. Or I just really miss anything about that. Yeah. Um, you know, like um, Kara said and like Belinda said, because I listen to your podcast, <laughs> uh, the people, um, for sure, the Always. people were the best part of that job. Yeah. Um, you know, we did have a committee that, I think they knew that it was kind of a shitty place to work like on the phone side, <laughs> so they did the best they could to make it less. Yes. Um, and so we would have, you know, games and, and things like that quite often and carry-ins. Um, and all of that. So that did help. And I, I kind of missed that. Um, but mostly it's the people that I worked with. I mean, there are some people who have been there for longer than I have that are still there, um, which just blows my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Those people are still there. But, and I've tried, and I've tried. I, should, I don't know if I should say this. Yeah, whatever. I've tried to recruit some of those people to either my <laughs> current job or like to my wife's position and uh they don't want to leave so I'm like okay there must there must be something here yeah I think it's the company I can honestly say that working for that company it was hands down the best company that I've ever worked for the job itself was horrible and I tried to get out of my department like a hundred times and it just never panned out but the company itself, I literally have nothing bad to say about it. Like the committee that we both were in to help kind of like raise morale was the best thing that they could have ever done to that company. Yes, it 
was. It was amazing. It was so well oiled. I mean, there was definitely some like snags in it, but like I feel like it definitely kept people around longer than they probably would have been without it for sure. I agree, 100%. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you're right. The people there, amazing. Literally, some of the best people I've ever met. I literally met somebody there who I would consider like a mother figure to me. Um, I would I would literally like die for her. I love her so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, no, I totally agree. The people and the culture. It was a great culture. Yep, and that person that you're talking about is fantastic too, I would just like to say. Also, <laughs> so you know, um, you know my person. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I do. Yeah, she is. Uh, we'll just assume I do. <laughs> but on the other side of that, there were some real um, not so great people <laughs> that came through there as well. They, most of them didn't last long. Yeah. Um, but there was a lot of that. What are you doing here? Like, why are you here? I don't. I don't know if I'm necessarily allowed to talk about this, but I'm going to because it's my podcast and I don't care. But um, there was this one girl that was hired in our department once, and um, she was like literally like nodding off like at her desk. And I don't know. Nobody knows. It was all speculation. But she was like, she just seemed like she was not in her right mind. Like there could have been some substance abuse, and she wasn't there for very long. Obviously, they caught on to that, and they were like, "No, girl, you got to go." But yeah, there was, it was definitely like a, a colorful department. <laughs> yeah, and, and we got some of that over um, in BDR as well. There was a, a guy that we hired. And again, I don't know if I should talk about any of this, but um, this guy, um, he was a preacher's kid. So there was that. He was extremely awkward. And he came to our Halloween little contest or costume thing dressed like a priest. Oh, <laughs> And he went around and he like just randomly took candy out of people's, you know, trick or treat bins or whatever without anything else. Just, oh, I didn't know you were going to eat that. Uh, it was extremely awkward. Um, I used to go to lunch with him and another person sometimes. And uh, it was the most awkward experience <laughs> in my life. <laughs> it was just, it was bad. And I don't know. This, he's a good he's a good kid and all that, but it was just like, yeah, why are you here, dude? Yeah, no, I get that. that. That's just one example of the many. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are just one each, and it was crazy. Yeah. It was so crazy. All right, so did you at this job? Did you what did you learn from it? Like, what did you take away that you could apply? I know that you haven't been gone for very long, um, but. I know that you were also there for a long time. So what did you take from that job that you know that you're going to be able to use later in life that you're using now to your current positions? Like, what did you learn? So that's a fantastic question, first of all. Um, I thought about this a lot um, as I was thinking about these answers. You know, the thing that I think I learned the most um, was just to kind of Sorry, you have to edit that out. My screen went black. Sorry. Um, just to, geez, um, the culture of the company, you know, like I said before, as messed up as that job was, um, the culture, they were always trying to find ways to value employees. Um, so that's something that I try to do even in my current job. Um, just the way that the uh, department manager dealt with people, um, because I do a lot of the disciplinary action and things like that at my current job. And I try to think, you know, what would that person do? 
um, in that situation. I was absolutely horrendously bad at that job when I first started. Um, I screwed up so many accounts, and there was a, a day, literally, where I was like, okay, I'm either going to you know, move on and advance in this company, or I'm going to quit. Um, in my mind, that's kind of where I was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the supervisor and then like our department supervisor, we sat down, we talked it all out. Um, just the fact that they didn't give up on me, um, and kick me out onto the street within the first couple of months. Um, just, that's something that I try to, I guess, um, he always taught me to kind of look for the good in people. So I, I definitely have taken that and do another job. Um, so, you yeah. know. Yeah, that's good. That's good to hear. Yeah, like right now I'm um, kind of in the same position at another company that he is. And, you know, a lot of what I did, a lot of what I do, I you know credit him for. So it's good. I hope he listens to this. I hope he listens to this and be like, oh, they love me. They like I, actually, you know, all that hard work we put into them, they turned into good people. <laughs> I hope so too. Yeah, because I mean, I, I did. I you know, like I said, I, I committed and it was good. Awesome. Overall, it was good. And I remember when I left, um, I was committed to leave. I was like, okay, I've been on this phone for, you know, seven years. I have not been able to get off this phone no matter how hard I try. I told them I wanted to be off the phones within the year, but that didn't happen. So now I'm going to leave. Right. Um, my last day there, um, they like some of the people from up front brought like cupcakes back to my desk and that was rough. I'm got a little dusty in there, but I was like, you know, that's great. Thank you. And then, um, Megan from the fish committee brought back like a book that a lot of people had signed and I just, I lost it, dude. It was just like, Oh my gosh. And I'm on a call and like, I'm just trying not to like ball on this call, which was completely strange, um, for me. And then as I'm leaving, I've got my box and I'm walking out the door and um, somebody says, you know, good luck and all that. And um, another person, another coworker said, you know, you better just go before you start to cry. And the immediate supervisor, um, he goes, oh, he's not going to cry. And he shook my hand and it was all I could do to not like, just, you know, Stop jump into his arms and be like, of course I would have killed him because he weighed like five pounds. But that's not the point. <laughs> But yeah, it was that last day was was a little rough. Yeah, I I would honestly so agree with that. Like leaving that job because I wanted to be off the phone so bad. It was not because I you know didn't like the company at all. But leaving that job was the hardest job I've ever left. Like I cried probably three or four times that day. Mm -hmm. It was it was absolutely horrible walking away from that. And like there there was even a time like the job right next to that where I was like could can I just come back I just miss you guys so much I would I'll deal with it I don't even care but I was like no you got to keep going you got to keep moving on oh yeah yeah and it's good to know because you know up until this podcast I probably would have been able to go back there with no problem <laughs> now we're gonna be like no <laughs> no I I listen to I am the manager too Paul so no. <laughs> So, no, we're not Um, having you back. You're going to reveal our secrets. No, but I know that I have, I mean, all joking aside, I know that I have that um, kind of security blanket. So that does help me to be a little bit more, not take chances, but to be a little bit more adventurous. Yeah. Yeah. Just to to take the chance a little bit more. Yeah. I get you. Because I would go back to that 
I would go back to this job for all the horrible things I've said. I would go back to this job in, in a second if I needed to. Yeah, I would go back too. I think. Yeah. Dang them and their great company. <laughs> right. Darn you, fish. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the questions that I have. Do you have anything else for me today? Um. You know, I just. Um. No, not really. I just. Uh, there were a lot of people that. You know, I, I know Belinda was on the episode last episode, and and I listened to it, and I just, you know, I appreciate the shout out that she gave me. So I figured <laughs> I would do the same for her. She's one of the, my favorite people that I've worked with, so it's awesome to hear her voice again. Great, yeah, I'll definitely keep this in here so that she can she can hear your shout out because yeah, yeah love that, love that for you she's too. She's good people. <laughs> yeah, she's all right, people. Don't 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 feed her <laughs> ego too much because she'll be talking about it for forever. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Half the time I don't get her name right on purpose, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, you messaged me about that the other day, and I was like, who? I think you said, yeah, like, Brenda I, or something. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, she's Brenda. <laughs> okay. I think, a, I think a, um, a, a customer called her that one time, and it just kind of stuck, so. Brenda. I'm going to call her Brenda now forever. Oh, Brenda. <laughs> Love that. All right. Well, thank you for coming on my podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time out and oh, of course, thank you for chit chatting with me. No problem. All right. Well, you will be able to find out more information on Paul's podcast on our Instagram and our Twitter. So um, check him out because he's got a pretty good podcast also. And I'm on his episodes, so you need to go at least listen to that one for sure. I, I would say so for sure. It's one of the best <laughs> episodes. So come on. <laughs> well, thanks again for coming, and um, well, you have a nice night. Thanks, Shelby. Talk to you soon. Yep. Bye. Okay, bye.